0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Wes Barefoot. Wes, you are the president of Path to Freedom. You're found on the web at path, the number two, and then freedom, but no vowels, (laughs) frdm.com. And and again, if if you didn't catch that, just click on the link, uh, the show notes, click on the I, however you're watching or listening to this, Uh, the link is in the notes uh, so you can get right there. Wes, thank you for joining us.
1: Josh, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here.
0: And you are in uh, beautiful North Carolina. How's the weather this time of year? We're recording this at the very, very end of October
1: yeah, it's beautiful. We're we're right on the coast in North Carolina, so still a little bit warmer than other parts of the state. So uh, oh. not as humid as it is during the summer, but still warm enough to get out on the beach and maybe even take the boat out for a
0: couple more weekends. So we love this yeah. time of year. Well, who doesn't like freedom? I like freedom. Let's talk yes. about how you help people get freedom and what freedom means.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So with my firm Path to Freedom, we specialize in helping people take more control of their lives and create more freedom for themselves through business ownership. And sure. we specialize in franchise business ownership. Yeah. And I have a process that I take people through that's very personalized and very consultative to help them number one understand what franchising is, what types of franchise business opportunities are available. And here's a little teaser. There's way more than just food franchises available out there, which is a, a common misconception that I run into a lot of times. Um, there's many, many options out there. And we also get clear on what their goals are. You know, What are they looking to accomplish through owning a business? And what do they envision their role as the business owner really being? And that's going to have a big impact on what type of franchise business is the right uh, model for an individual that I'm working with. And so my goal is to help people take a much more methodical approach to identifying franchise businesses that could be a good fit for them and then doing the due diligence and the research to make sure they're getting the information that they need to make a confident, educated decision as to whether or not a specific franchise business is the right fit for them. And this is something I'm very passionate about because franchise ownership has had a huge impact on my life and my family's life. I was fortunate. I I got into franchising at a very early point in my career, and we bought our first franchise at, at a fairly young age. And through doing that, it's given us much more control of our livelihood. It's given us great financial resources, much better than we would have likely had if we would have continued being employees. But more than anything, it's given us more control of our time, and it's given us that freedom that, as you mentioned uh, most people are, are looking for in their lives.
0: Sure. So this, uh, you know, and again, uh, this audience, mostly established business owners. So we get it. (laughs) You're preaching to the choir here. Um, I should also point out, Wes, that uh, your podcast, Path to Freedom, you can Mm -hmm. find right now, you've done 100 as of when we're recording this. uh, You got about uh, 124 episodes. Um, And so I think one thing, Wes, I'd, I'd really like to chat about, and I'm sure you've worked with folks that have maybe tried their hand at business ownership. And they're like, well. West didn't really work out. We did this, 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 and this. And, you know, I was just kind of out there on my own trying to figure it out. And I didn't, (laughs) you know, it, uh, you know, either they exited, uh, you know, like my previous six failures, um, somewhere between gracefully and a complete S storm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It's a mess, right? Um, So what are the advantages of franchise? uh, And again, speaking to a you know, sophisticated business owner audience. What do they get in a franchise? You know, and again, I know the support, the system, and stuff like that. But what does that look like in in reality?
1: Yeah, it's a great, great point. And the first thing I'll address is that you know I've worked with many existing business owners that are interested in finding a great franchise to invest in, in addition to the business or the businesses that they already run, and and that ties directly into your question. You know What are some of the key advantages? The way I've come to look at it is that getting in with the right franchise gives you the ability to run much faster. So currently, my wife and I own two different franchises. We're multi-unit owners in both of those brands, and we operate in two different states. We've done that in a period of less than five years, and we plan to continue investing in franchise businesses as a big part of our long-term wealth-building strategy. We do well over a million dollars in revenue in our first franchise business, which we've owned for right at four years. The the systems and the processes, as you mentioned, combined with all of the other support that you're getting from the franchisor, puts you in a position to run much faster and to scale. In all likelihood, much faster than you would if you were trying to put all of the pieces in place just to be able to start operating the business. It also cuts down the learning curve significantly. One of the ways I've come to look at, you know, what are you getting as a franchisee in exchange for the initial fees that you would pay to, to become a franchisee? In one way, you're paying to avoid the mistakes that the franchisor and the other franchisees before you have already made, and and that can not only save you a lot of money, it can save you a lot of time and result in a much quicker ramp up. So, a lot of the business owners that I've worked with and helped get into a great franchise business. They've spent years and years and years grinding and building their own business, and many of them have had tremendous success. And then certainly, I've worked with people that you know have tried starting their own business, and for one reason or another, it hasn't worked out the way they wanted it to. But most of the existing business owners I work with, they've experienced everything that it takes to build something completely from scratch and on their own. And at that point, they're looking for something that's going to be a little more turnkey and something that they can ramp up much faster.
0: Yeah. So I would imagine then that you've worked with people that say, listen, Wes, I, I'm running a company right now, but I, I'd like to diversify. Like I'd like something else. Um, how does that typically work?
1: Yeah, that's, that's the the thought process for a lot of the the business owners that I work with. They want to diversify. Um, they they look at owning the right franchise is a way that they can add another income stream while building an asset. And they also, in in many cases, will look at you know, what's a way that I could potentially add a franchise business that would be complementary in nature to, to mm-hmm. what I'm already doing. And that's, that's exactly the strategy my wife and I are applying in the franchises that we own. The second franchise that we invested in has a direct complement to the first one. And so not only is it allowing us to grow this second franchise faster, it's actually feeding the first franchise business and opening up some new revenue streams for us in, in that business. And that's, that's you know, as we sit here today, that's the plan that we have going forward is to continue kind of layering on these complementary businesses. And, and here's the thing that, that the business owner, uh, entrepreneur listeners out there should really understand is that the vast majority of franchisors... You know the think of that as the parent company. Their whole business model is designed for scalability, right? That's how the franchisors make money is through having franchisees that are continuing to build and grow their businesses over time, and the franchisor gets a a royalty, which is a small percentage of the franchisee's gross revenue. So it's in the franchisor's best interest that their model is scalable, and so in order to do that, the the model is structured so that the franchise owner should not be in most cases, the one out on the front lines providing whatever the product or service is that the business provides. Franchisors are looking for business-minded people that have experience building and managing teams, delegating, and then focusing on the bigger picture. And so that's why the right franchise for many entrepreneurs that have already successfully built their own business, whether it's a small business with a small team or if they've really scaled it, their experience, their skill set is very translatable to you know what their role as a franchise owner would be, and in many cases, you know they're they're not going to necessarily have to invest all of their time to get the business up and running. Uh, there's many franchises that are really structured so that the franchise owner is more of an investor, and their time is spent working on the business, not in the business. And and that's what I find most of the existing or, or former business owner clients that I work with are, are really looking for.
0: Yeah, um, Wes, and and, and I, I don't know that I've asked this question, and I really think it's important. Where can this go wrong? Like, it, so if I yeah. invest into a franchise, um, aside from the obvious. Didn't follow the system. Yeah. (laughs) Are there any other areas where you see? Yeah, you know, that's kind of a bummer situation or I don't know. Like, where do you see? um, Assuming that the number one reason that that people don't succeed is they don't follow the system. What's like number two, three and some other areas where it could go sideways?
1: such a good question and and you're right the number one reason and it still blows my mind to this day after so many years in franchising that people will invest in a franchise and then want to buck the system from from day one oh, uh, yeah but it, it I, happens
0: i feel like oh you're gonna go rogue on me huh you've yeah. paid all this money for this system and all of our experience oh and you know better than we do okay go, go we'll see how that goes <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it it does it it happens way more than it should, and and believe me, there are people out there that I believe should not own a franchise because they are so entrepreneurial. It's going to be a struggle for them to follow a system. There's also franchises out there where the system and processes are not so rigid that you can't still put your own entrepreneurial hat on and and put your own touch to the business, right? So, clarifying that, um, yes, there are other reasons why it could not go wrong, and this is or it could not go well. And this is exactly why I started Path to Freedom is to help people uh, go about this the right way because I see people buy franchises the wrong way all the time. So the first thing that many people do wrong, and this is usually at the very beginning of their search for a franchise, is they don't they don't set the right criteria for what types of franchises should I investigate. And the the way they should look at it is. How do I want to spend the majority of my time as a franchise owner? And then let's get clear on that. Then let's find franchise businesses that have a business model that is suited and aligned to how someone wants to spend their time. And that's going to drastically increase the likelihood that they're going to be successful because... Their role as the owner is going to play to their skill sets, and it's going to, you know, fit with the amount of time that they have to invest in the business and things of this nature. What happens too often is someone would say, "Hey, you know, my area doesn't have a great New York style pizza place, and I love New York style pizza, so let's open a New York style pizza franchise." Right, and then they realize after the fact that they're absolutely miserable having to do what they need to do as an owner of a New York style pizza place and and they're not set up for success that way. So that's where I start with people is let's get clear on the vision, right? What is owning a franchise going to help you accomplish short term and long term that you're not already on track to accomplish? And what does your input ideally look like as an owner? From there, we can pretty dramatically narrow down the list of franchises that could make sense for you simply based on the business model of the franchise and what the expectations of the franchise owner are. Um, yeah. And then the other the other area people mess up is they, they don't do the due diligence the right way. One of the, the beautiful things about franchising is that, I mean, I can't think of another investment opportunity where you get to do the same amount of due diligence and you get the same amount of data to crunch before having to make a commitment to it. Franchising is regulated by the, the Federal Trade Commission in the US, which is a great thing for someone on the buying side, because there are certain things that any franchisor has to do and has to disclose to someone that is potentially interested in investing in their franchise. But there is an art to going through that process with the franchisor the right way, making sure you have all of the data that you need and that you have all of the information that you need to really make a good decision. Unfortunately, Franchising, like most things in life, there's great franchisors out there. There's very poor franchisors out there, and there's everything in between. There are plenty of franchises that I would not invest in personally, and I would never recommend to someone that I'm working with that they invest in you know, they haven't really proven that they can be successful. They don't have the track record that you should be looking for in a franchise. And so that's a big part of the the service that I provide to the people that I work with is really kind of coaching them or guiding them through that due diligence process after we've identified franchise opportunities that do have a strong likelihood of being a great fit for them. To make sure they're they're gathering the information that they need, so they're making a good decision.
0: And uh, Wes, uh, one thing I love getting perspective from you know franchise experts on is what trends do you see happening as of when we're recording this right now? Yeah. Um, certainly, the past you know year and a half or so has really changed the game for some industries, and there are some hot opportunities. uh, And there have been, um, and and there will continue to uh, be. So I'd love your perspective on what you see really kind of like, guys, uh, get in this industry right now, because it is solid, rock solid, it's performing well, great opportunity. Like, what do you like?
1: Yeah. So it's a great question because certainly the last, you know, 18 months due to the pandemic has has had a huge impact on many industries, including industries that franchising is very prevalent in. And there's there's some industries that, you know, two years ago, I would be talking to people about that I would not necessarily be so excited to talk to people about today. Personally, I'm not a big fan of food franchises, and that's not something that I specialize Agreed. in. Agreed. So the person out there that's dead set on getting into a food franchise, I'm not the guy that's going to add a ton of value to you. That's obviously an industry that that got hit very hard due to the pandemic. And I think, you know, they're going to have to really rethink some things. The The answer I would give you in terms of what is hot right now in franchising is is really businesses that have been hot forever. The reason they don't get as much attention is because they're not very sexy, right? Yep. Any of the yep. service based franchises out there, anything that, you know, essential service has been a big buzzword over the last, you know, 18 months or so. But anything that's deemed an essential business, anything that may not be, you know, retail centric, where you have a set location and clients are coming to you to purchase a product or a service, you know, things where, you would potentially be at risk of of having to close your doors due to circumstances you have no control over. A lot of people have veered away from these types of concepts, which do tend to be a little bit sexier. They sound a lot better if you can tell someone, hey, I own a yoga studio or I own a a cycling (laughs) studio or a lash studio. And, And those businesses still have their place today. And I'm happy to touch on that if you'd like to. But Personally, the franchises we own are service-based. They're a much lower initial investment to get started. You don't need as much capital. And that's because you don't typically need as much infrastructure. And so these businesses have really thrived over the last 18 months. They've always been kind of the steady, uh, non-cyclical types of business opportunities out there. I would say in particularly anything home service or home improvement related Directly because of the pandemic, those businesses have grown like crazy. You know that that may that trend may cool off, right? As as people kind of go back to their lives, I think a lot of it had to do with people being stuck at home, not traveling, finally getting around to some of the projects they'd been talking about doing for for years. You know, at their own home, um, a lot of people were really investing in their homes because they were spending so much time there. But these are the types of businesses that have always been in demand. Um, have always had great growth potential, and and they did not get negatively impacted for the most part because of this pandemic. In fact, you know many of these franchise brands grew like like crazy.
0: So specifically, what would be some of those service based businesses that that you've seen? Yeah, so
1: think anything that a homeowner any service a homeowner may need to improve their home. So anything from exterior, lawn care, pest control, uh, landscaping, irrigation, uh, painting, pressure washing, and then there's the interior. Personally, the franchises that we own, we have one where we do custom shelving and custom closets. And then we have another where we do insulation, right? We're a full service provider of insulation. We work with existing homeowners. We work with builders. We work with commercial contractors, there's not much out there that's less sexy than insulation. but if you do the due diligence the right way, and if you understand that your role as the franchise owner is not to be in the attic installing insulation, uh, but you see the scalability, you see the the earning potential in a lot of these types of businesses combined with the fact that they, they typically don't require nearly as much capital as something that you know would would have a brick and mortar location, Um, there are some amazing opportunities. So I know that was kind of a broad answer, but I mean, really anything in this space has been a great opportunity, continues to be a great opportunity.
0: Wes Barefoot, uh, your website, uh, again, uh, can you go ahead and spell that for folks?
1: Yeah, it's just PATH, P-A-T-H, the number two, and then it's short form for freedom, frdm.com. So it's PATH, the number two, frdm.com. I've got some resources up there. I I do host a podcast as well. We talk a lot about franchising on the podcast. I share a lot of my experience from us starting and building our franchises. I also share a lot of the challenges that we've run into. Um, It's certainly not foolproof. And if you own a franchise, you do have to put in the work. There are franchise models out there that are better suited for someone that's looking for more of a a somewhat passive involvement as the owner. Um, And so I'd encourage you to check out the website, check out the podcast. Um, The thing I'd like to mention quickly, if I could, Josh, um, my services are completely free for the people that I work with. The way my business model is structured is it's very similar to an executive recruiter. I have relationships with hundreds of the most reputable franchise brands out there across just about any industry you could imagine, and also across a very wide range of initial investment requirements. So if you're interested in learning more about franchising, getting a better sense of what types of opportunities are out there that could be a good fit for you, I'm happy to talk to anyone. I'm happy to jump on a you know free consultation, free introductory call, whatever you want to call it, and, and just answer some initial questions, even if it's very exploratory I always look at that as as time well spent and, and would be happy to talk to, to anyone in the audience that would, would be interested in learning more.
0: Wes Barefoot, you are found at, is that your real last name? <laughs> That's my real last name. That's, that? my real last name. That's my real last name. Get out. No yeah. kidding. What great branding.
1: Yeah, it's one of those where you got to be careful because people remember the name and you just need to make sure they remember it for good reasons and, and not bad reasons.
0: There we go. Wes Barefoot, your website, pathtofreedom.com. And that's path, the number two, F-R-D-M.com. And of course, the podcast is also called Path to Freedom. And you can search that in your podcast player right now. Wes, thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Josh. This was a lot of fun.
0: Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you. If you've done this already, we believe that every person has a message. that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.